guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. I'm one quarter of your host, Brad Silliker. That new sound I'm, I do not care for. And I am Lucas Candy. And I'm Matthew Barber. I am Candy. Oh, guys, stop sharing it. it <laughs> stop sharing it. No, not really. All I've, all I've been told for the last how many months is share, share, share. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my word. Did we get everybody? I'm Brad. We got Lucas, Andrew, and yep. Matthew. Did you? Oh, there it goes again. <laughs> kind of sounds like, uh, like a cheap Samurai. version of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. We got our own little gong show going here. <laughs> there. Okay. Okay, here's a question, tech question right yep. off the top. All Fire of a sudden, away. my Android phone started, like, when I'm not even in an app, popping up ads. Look at this. Virus. How do you make it stop? Well, you Virus. look. You actually answered your own question in the sentence. It started Android. with my Android phone. That is the <laughs> yeah. answer. Yeah. Like, look, I wasn't, even, one. I wasn't even in an app. And it was firing me off advertisements. How do you stop that? You get an iPhone. Yeah. No, I'll never. I, now, here's the thing. Like, I, I've had. I mean, never. You have. <laughs> no, again, I had one, but I'll not do it again. Did you ever have what this happen? What away from the, the bosom of Steve Jobs? <laughs> uh, work, mostly. Well, he passed uh, okay. Because they switched all of our computers L- over to. Lucas, PCs. he passed away, dude. It's Tim Cook now. And, uh, and Android it? phones. But I'm glad about it. I'm, I much more prefer Google products over Apple products. I've had Androids twice and, and I enjoyed them, but then both of them just would start freaking out for no reason and dying in a weird way that I just Ad started them. popping up. Hey, no, no, not that. <laughs> Although I, you know what? One of my favorite phones I ever had, and you're going to make fun of me for this for me, but Can my we try Windows phone. My oh. Windows phone. It was so great. Now, Mark, Mark, Corkum, apps, but it was Mark nice. Corkum has come into chat and he's done this. Um, he's oh, gone no. Android. No, no, yes. no. But then he's pointed a bunch he's of very arrows. passionate. No, no. He's, he's po- very passionate. He's pointed a bunch of arrows at Apple as though he's leading us away <laughs> no, from Android. Greater than, into- greater than, greater than, this is- greater than, <laughs> four times greater than Apple. Mark, I don't know who you are. This is not a I math equation. I don't know if we've ever had this conversation on the podcast before, but it's really funny that Mark Corkum showed up. As that was happening. Oh, hey, yeah. Who's Mark? Uh, you know Mark. No, I don't think I do. Well, get to know him. Also, <laughs> give a shout out to Jeff and Kelsey who are watching. Um, before we get into the episode, want to remind people that uh, if you do want to find out more about the podcast, you can go to www.oxfordholyclub.com. And through there, you can find us on all our social medias. You can find uh, links to send us messages, all kinds of different things. And gentlemen, um, I have a, I have a merch alert. That was my sound effect. I have a merch alert, Ugh. guys. Merch alert. A mer- merch alert. Merch alert. What is a merch alert. Merch alert. Hey, Melanie, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Uh, we have Andrew. You bought, uh, you bought a T-shirt, and you say you feel cooler already. Wow. Just a heads up. If anybody does buy merch on on the website, it shows up in our stream that you bought it with the message that you've attached. So if what? you're going to get snappy, yeah, if someone buys merch while we're streaming, it shows up and tells us that they did it and they can actually send a message along with it. 
Who bought a shirt? Andrew just bought a shirt. <laughs> Who? Oh, you? One of our hosts. Yeah. <laughs> gotta support the podcast. So, wow. ladies, I totally suspect that I would have just got a free one in the mail in the next few days. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how that works? We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Who's going to pay for that free shirt? <laughs> All right. I, I'm moving off of you guys. And what I'm doing right now is I'm bringing our listeners to... We have hoodies? To that you can do hoodies. I just wasn't sure how to navigate the zipper. Um, you can do... You can do... Uh, I'm showing mugs. people... I'm two saying, sizes of mugs. We've got two sizes of mugs. You want that 11 ounce mug? We got you. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes, not, I do. Not enough? You want 15 ounces, fellas? Or, gotcha. or, or ladies, we got you. Now, you may or may not realize I'm not the model in, in here modeling this t-shirt, but we've got a unisex t-shirt. Comes in a few different colors. Look, we got navy. I'm changing yeah, it on you, the fly here. You, you have red hair. We That's the difference. We uh, we have some gray. We got some white t-shirts here. Then for the ladies, I mean, now that other one was a unisex, but ladies, if you want something specific to you, we've got a ladies sheer scoop neck t-shirt coming in a coral color. We it's got the hot sheer. pink. Doesn't sheer mean see-through? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. I don't think it's sheer. What are you selling, Brad? We're selling a sheer scoop neck it's t-shirt. It's a sheer scoop neck. Oh, this, that is We risky. got a raspberry color. We got silver and we I got white. I think we were lingerie like famous neck, but I guess so moving on uh oxford we have holy club because that's what you want to be thinking about the oxford holy club we have the unisex fine <laughs> jersey raglan tea we got down here guys this is my favorite i'm not sure about you look at this thing oh we got i the, like it too i couldn't afford that though it, which, i can't see it what am i looking at right now well use your imagination and <laughs> and then if you got the kids if the kids are listening and they're saying mom dad can you get me a t-shirt uh, yes, in fact, you can. We have Oxford Holy Club kids t-shirts that come in Caribbean blue, black, charcoal, charity pink, and white. That's wow. awesome, Brad. Yes. That's exciting. That's exciting. Um, send us a picture of you in or you... Well, no, no, actually... <laughs> You want to th- you want to think about you want to you think about your sheer shirt. <laughs> Can we take that off the site? Yeah. Uh, send us send us a picture of you and your family uh, wearing the OHC podcast uh, apparel, and we will uh, post it on here for everybody to see. Huh? Did not know that sheer meant see through. Legit, didn't know. Had no idea. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, well, in That's when you for us. when you go to make when you go to make the merch, it shows it on an actual person, the T-shirt on a person. So nothing was see through on any of of any of these things. Wow. I would frankly, I would frankly be surprised if it was see through. Anybody- <laughs> a mesh T-shirt from the <laughs> from the nineties here with any background in textiles because we we just need some help. On so, this. It's probably someone- just like a cool saying now for like thin. So yeah, I've never been called sheer in my life. Um, (laughs) All right, gentlemen, let's catch up. How has it been? How has the week been? What's been going on? Well, I'll jump in and uh, had a great family day. Um, Melissa wanted to be outside at some point, and I thought I knew she would want to be because she loves being outdoors and getting exercise. You prepped yourself, got a couple of I I, I prepared myself for that. Yeah, and uh, we had these like snowmobile trails near our house that snowmobiles don't go on, and. Someone told us, our neighbors, like, oh, yeah, if you walk up these trails, there's, like, a cool lake, and you can go there. And normally you can skate, but I figured they'd be covered in snow. Anyway, we, we built it up like this big adventure. I got my backpack. I put a bunch of hot cocoa in it, yada, yada, yada. We go for this walk, and I'm using, like, Google Maps to try to find this lake in the whatever. Um, and after walking for 
I don't know, like 45 minutes, I would think, which is a lot for little kids. Like my youngest is three. And uh, we walked along and it was, it started out really nice, but it got colder and colder. And then I looked and I'm like, I think we're like another 40 minutes away from this lake. Like probably adult walking would have been like 20, but I have little kids. He just kept stopping and jumping in snow and whatever. So I, I saw this like old, like probably like a beaver pond. And basically I said, Hey guys, it's the lake. We found the lake. <laughs> and so we walked out onto it and it was like the frozen Arctic tundra. The wind was whipping up and all this stuff. But anyway, but here's the thing. So we, we went there, we had our hot cocoa. They all said it wasn't very good hot cocoa. <laughs> and then we walked back. Um, we were probably out for like hour and a half, two hours. Like it was a good little rip for, you know, little feet. But at the end of it, I looked at my Apple watch. Cause I'm like, oh man, what co- I'm filling my rings. I'm getting the exercise. Um, it, cause it, the Apple watch registers standing up, walking and exercise. It registered six minutes of exercise for that day um, because my kids walk so slow that none of it counted as exercise. And I was so annoyed. Because it legit didn't count as exercise, Lucas. It did not count as exercise, no. In fact, you went and drank a sugary drink in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. You're actually Here, plus calories let me melt. Right let me melt chocolate and really negate this thing. That's yeah. right. So that was my adventure on family day, but we had a good time. So okay. There you go. Mission accomplished. Yeah, we had a great family day too. Uh, we went to Jack Frost, met up with Brad there, of course. Uh, Cheers. Seen him there. Uh, it was good. It was a good time. The kids enjoyed that. But yesterday for family day here, um, we uh, went uh, sledding um, over at Centennial Park. And from the minute I got there till the minute I, we left, I was just irritated completely, fully and completely. Sure. I just, I don't get upset with kids. Okay. There, I think like, well, I let's do. talk, let's talk about age of accountability. Okay. Where, <laughs> okay. Does, where does that land? Is that somewhere in that 10 to 12 range? Do we yeah, think to me it's, it's in around there. Dep- okay. Depends on the kid, but so is it, is it safe to say though, that that is also the time when common sense should be developing to an extent or potentially even a little earlier? Uh, theoretically, I, theoretically, okay. We could so goof on this, this for a while. I understand. But. So there's some kids that I was I was very patient with, and it was their parents I was frustrated with. But when you sled down a hill, sheer common sense, sheer common sense <laughs> just says you walk up Here? the side, you walk up the side of the hill. Of course. Exactly. Or you, so yeah. then there's two groups of people. There's the little children who don't know better, and their parents are at the top just talking, talking, and not caring. And then there's the other kids that do know better, and they're just being punks. And so I found myself completely irritated with this group of adults whose little children were going up the middle of the hill and the group of teenagers just because somebody was going to get hurt or somebody was going to hurt my kid. And I was just, I was, I did not enjoy it one bit, but I think, I think I was annoyed to an unhealthy level about the whole thing. If I'm being honest, are we, are we jumping right to smorp and confession? Like to one point, to one point, sound like you were that annoyed. Uh, I was so irritated. Like at one point there was a group of three kids and I said to Aaron, I said, I'm going down the hill. I didn't go down all day. Other than that, I was like, I'm going down the hill and I'm just taking one of those kids. I'm going to see what happens. Anyway, of course, just as I get to them, three of them, they're like, oh, and they scatter. But I grabbed <laughs> one of their sleds on the way by. <laughs> so some stranger, some giant stranger, yeah, giant giant stranger. I grabbed their sled on the way by. And I just took it the rest of the way to the bottom of the hill. And then I just stood there and waited for the kid to come down to get it. And so when he finally came down here, he reaches out for it and I pull it back. And I just said, when you go back up that hill, 
you tell your other friends, you get off the middle of the hill. I said, because <laughs> next time I will run you over. They left, gone, mission accomplished. <laughs> Happy family day. But this, this but like, it's, so it's this, this, I was irritated. This is a recorded confession. <laughs> irritated. See, Jeff LeBlanc. Only a couple minutes me. after that when the cops Jeff arrived. With Jeff LeBlanc. So, believe it or not, Jeff LeBlanc agrees with me on this. That I is did that the, right the best sign, though? Is that the right. best sign for your state of mind, though? Oh well, it, there was there was a, a level of satisfaction in it. You're me. like the hell bully. <laughs> anyway, one last give me little, that sled. One, one it's last, better than mine. He was last, the hero that hill needed. Exactly. <laughs> there was one last little thing uh, that uh, we had a big team challenge event. Uh, big thanks to Lucas for supporting me and nobody else, uh, but uh, other than mom. And uh, anyway, I got to interview. Uh, you guys are nerds. So you won't know who this is, but a guy named Ryan Walter. Uh, anybody? Anybody? I'm sorry, Ryan Walter. Ryan Walter, yeah, you're googling him. NHL player, uh, Stanley play, Cup champion. He, he plays with the, the hockey. Montreal Canadians. Does some leadership um, development. I was going to say that. Training. I was yeah. Super going to say that. Anyway, I get a chance to interview him and spend a couple of days with him uh, in Halifax for the event, and it it was awesome. Yeah, solid. And you're dude. like, hey, want to go beat up some kids in the sled hill with me? Really solidify <laughs> yeah. your friendship. Was uh, w- was Jen with him? Hey, she was actually fantastic speakers. <laughs> Uh, they were, yeah, they're fantastic speakers and, uh, just a super down to earth, uh, couple. Yeah. Great time. Man, that's, that's awesome. I really could, I'm going to go with mine cause I really could have used you at the Hill. Um, if you remember mm-hmm. at Jack Frost, they had four or five ice slides that were done up for kids to go down. Yeah. And, uh, and at first, when we first went on Saturday in that, in that minus 21 degree weather, <laughs> that was fun. But Every, everyone would go down the slides and then they would all exit to the side and cl- and go up the path on the left side of these slides. Everybody, it didn't I, matter. Didn't I, matter. I know where you're going with this. Okay, I watched hold, it. I well, watched it. Hold on. <laughs> so then that that devolved into people. By the time we got there on uh, Sunday afternoon, I took Jaden. People were just getting off and walking straight back up. Now, mm-hmm. and parents would be either at the top or at the bottom. But what I witnessed was... Jaden waited in line for this long time. This little kid, cute kid, goes down the slide, doesn't make it all the way, doesn't get off. He's just sitting there. Parents yelling at him from the top, get off. And the kid's too young to understand what's happening, right? The kid's just playing. This is not the kid's fault. And uh, and the, the, the parent, the mom is at the bottom of the hill, oblivious to what's going on. Jaden is sitting on the slide, waiting to go down, getting up, looking around, uh, sitting back down, not going. The dad's standing beside Jaden, yelling at this, like, I'm serious, maybe two, two-year-old um, to move, and nothing is happening. And so then the dad, I see, the, and poor Jaden is just sitting there not knowing what to do. And all of a sudden, I see the dad start to go down the middle of the hill, and then what looks like butts in front of Jaden gets on the slide. And I would call it a butt in front of Jaden. And his plan... I've got to put him at 250, the kid up. 250 pounds, right? So like, it's, it's not like he's this little guy that's just going to slide down. The guy, oh, the guy goodness. catches some serious speed with the plan of <laughs> scooping up his child. Mm-hmm. It was a disaster. Oh no, you're getting, be, I, my blood pressure's going up. Because you know, you like the slide was maybe this thick, which means your legs don't open wide for you to catch your kid. You hit your kid with your feet first, send the yeah. kid spiraling and hope to catch it as it's 180 <laughs> degree in the air. 
Right. Well, yeah. you're tipping the kid into the goal here. And well, you've got a gutter ball situation. How you sometimes you're bowling the well, gutter ball I'm, bounces back. I'm not done. Send no, another ball down no. the thing. I'm not the done. The slide was this wide. So so then so okay, mission accomplished. Dad hits the kid, knocks the kid over into his lap, picks the kid up, and sets it down off to the, the side of the slide. They're still not all the way down to the end of the slide. They've not exited the area. They've stopped where they are. They've got off a little bit to the left. The mom is now there and the mom and dad are talking and they're like dealing with the tickets or something from the event. Meanwhile, the kid gets back on the flip and slide and is just <laughs> slipping and sliding and falling on his face. And the kids are, the parents are oblivious and Jaden's still at the top of the hill wanting to go down. At this point, I could have used a barber. Yeah, you're blaming the parents there, right? Oh, 100%. Not the yeah. kid's fault. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the kid. And then eventually the, the parents recognized that their kid was absent and got their kid and Jaden went off. And anyway, yeah. other than that, Jack Frost, we had fun at Jack Frost for the most part, but yeah. um, we'll did see. Did you get any events like that? I did, can't stand did, them. Did you get any of the donuts at Founders Hall? I didn't. We didn't do that. I, Oof, I man, oh, man. I. You know, my kids were having fun. It, I needed to get to a happy place so I could have fun. So that's when I started trying to find celebrity lookalikes and take their pictures. Oh, uh, hey. And that hey, was fun. I started that. Well, you told me there was a Jack Black. I took his picture and got a Shia La- LaBeouf look in like it. like Jack Black. I'm he sorry. looks, listen, if you were to meet him face to face, I watched, I actually watched him walk into a glass door in front of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he it was Jack Black. But he wear he wore a Louis Vuitton scarf and stocking hat the whole weekend. He, uh, I seen him you everywhere. Stalked him the whole weekend. No, he was just everywhere I was. I'm trying to figure yeah. out how to work some Nacho Libre catchphrases. Diaries, diaries, and Easter's. I used Nacho Libre the other day when I put on my uh, on my uh, thermal pants. Okay, and I just leaned up against the wall and I, and I just said, Chacho. Sometimes grown men like to go into their rooms and put on stretchy pants. <laughs> uh, of course, who, my of course my kids didn't get it, but no. <laughs> Andrew, what's it? What's the week been like for you, my man? And then let's All right, let's get I got just a really quick story. You may recall, and probably not, a couple months ago, I talked about being in like the kids. We have like a trampoline park, and there's like a toddler kid area where you basically like hop, skip, jump, and you go sure. through all the playground and stuff. And there's like a kind of like a spaghetti squeezer area that I went through. It was like two. Well, the two like rollers? Two, two oh. rollers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I barely fit through. It was rough. <laughs> and this time we went on yeah, Friday. You- it was slightly easier. <laughs> well done. I'm done losing weight. I'm done. That, that was <laughs> the bar. His met his goal. <laughs> the past the maker. Yeah. There we go. That's my story. There oh. you go, Andrew. Congratulations. Well, Lucas, why don't we toss to you and... All right, Potent Ponderable. So we're, this is a scenario today. So you go to an old bookshop and in the very back you find a, a dusty tome and for some reason it calls to you and you, you flip it open and you start reading it and all of a sudden you realize it's the story of your life and you read through from when you're a child and a teenager and all the way up to modern day... Hi, Mandy. And when you when you get to where you are right now, do you keep reading to find out what the rest of the story might be? Why or why not? Well, hold on. What's the well, bookstore hold, called? Hold on. There was. It, I feel like you missed a lot of stuff from what was in the notes because no, you weren't listening because you were talking to your wife. He fair. said everything that's written there. Did he say that that <laughs> yes. you could see but you can't change the events? 
Well, yeah, uh, you can't yeah. change it because it's it's in the it's but, in a book. But yeah. did you say okay, that? No, you didn't not, say that though. Okay, thank no, you. I didn't say that, but I I assume. Well, you then. Okay, so before before we get into that answer, uh, yeah. Andrew, what would the title of that book be for you? <laughs> <laughs> Brad, I'm coming to you next. Uh, <laughs> there and back again, a Brad's tale. <laughs> there and back again. It sounds like a Gaither song. <laughs> Mine's uh um. The two towers. <laughs> okay. The two towers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Lucas, what was yours? Yes, um, Mandy. Fellowship. Oops, I did it again. All right. <laughs> the, so in reference a, to your three children. Britney song. Okay. All right. I got an answer for your question then. What's the, uh, hold what's on. What's your story? Story? Name my story. Yes. Uh, it would probably grumpy be old men. What's that? Grumpy old men. Grumpy old men. No, I'm not grumpy. You're grumpy. I'm gonna, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm, I'm muting <laughs> um, I'm muting Jeff LeBlanc in chat for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he made a disparaging comment about Brad's um, hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what my the title of mine would be. It would be um, actually similar to Brad's probably. I'd say uh, be been there, done that. That'd be, uh, that'd be a good title for a book. <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I don't know. So, All right. So, uh, yes, absolutely, Lucas. I would read to the end of the book. It, it makes no sense why you wouldn't read to the end of the book. I assume everybody's going to answer the same as me. So, I'm going to jump in first. Okay. Uh, yeah, read to the end of the book because then it's going to tell me how much time I've got left. And it's going to give me a little bit of uh, uh, opportunity to be able to spend time and do the things that I want to do. Um, with the people I want to do it with. So you're saying when you got to the point of right now in this book, you would turn turn the page and see what comes next. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've put up uh, I've put up uh, a poll in on Facebook in the chat. If anyone wants to vote and say whether you turn the page or not, just to bring it back, that is what we're talking about. Whether you oh, okay. if if the book if you were reading a book of your life, if I have this right, and you got to the point where you're at right now, would you turn the page to see what's coming next? But you couldn't change it. I don't know how it's possible that it wouldn't change. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's a picture. Maybe the next page is a picture of you turning the page and continually turning pages. <laughs> maybe it's one of those mirror inside a mirror things. Is, is that a possibility? I don't think I would read it. You wouldn't even you wouldn't read, read the book. You're not even going to get to the point where you're at no. now. I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't, I wouldn't turn the page. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand it, Andrew. Nobody would want to read a sad story. Uh. You say I'm the grumpy one. <laughs> Here's what I would do. I would I would probably read the next page just to like see if that thing happened. And but then I don't think I would read it anymore because see, I think I would drive myself crazy trying ending? to stop bad stuff from happening. I don't think you, you could seen stop the movie The Arrival or Arrival. I forget what it's called. That sounds like a blockbuster movie you rented, probably. Thank you, Steven. Uh I, well, it's got some big names in it. Anyway, I won't get into details, but part of it is she finds out that she's able this the main character meets aliens, aliens like communicate how to like see through time. And she sees all this stuff that's going to happen, including some rough stuff. And then she but then she still goes down that path, knowing that the her future is going to have some <laughs> difficult things happen in it. So we got Mark Ryan coming in saying, read it to see if you would read and it. There's no sense if you're watching it now because I've ruined it. But anyway. Oh, we've heard. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I don't think you could just turn one page. I think, Lucas, you would turn that page, see that it actually happened, 
and then you would just be hooked. So There'd you're telling no... me the, the book is the equivalent of a bag of Lay's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you just you can't, can't eat just, one. You can't eat you pop, one. Why, you don't, can't why not just skip right to the end? Just see how it ends. Well, you die. You don't know. You die. You don't know. Yeah, yeah but like, gonna, how do you die? Do you die when like and how and all that old stuff? or whatever? And then you don't know all the in between. That wouldn't be too bad. Meanwhile, Jeff LeBlanc's on the chat here right now telling us how in real theory this just wouldn't work. So thanks for that, oh, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I see Jeff's Jeff's <laughs> conferred with science again. Yeah. yeah. Jeff challenged yeah. Barber, so now it's Jeff's his enemy. Because we know because <laughs> we know how much Jeff loves science. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, weren't you supporting Flat Earth there a couple episodes ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, where's your where's your Nalgene? I think support. <laughs> listen, I've used that actually on a number of people, and uh, <laughs> after you guys, and they're which, all flatterers. To which there was some responses of, "Yeah, that's not a bad point," but yeah. So I mean, there was it had a little traction. All right, so I'm, I, I need to hear how yeah. this ends. Uh, who's turn? I'm turning the page. Turn the page. One page, and then stop. You couldn't do if, it. Uh, I if whatever. I do it, I'm skipping to the end. Okay. See if it's a good book. I kind of like you. I kind of like the skipping to the end idea. I, I do. I see the appeal of that. Okay. Well, the results from the poll are in, and forty percent said yes, sixty percent said no. There you go. I'm not sure how that then pairs with what we said, but it would seem like the majority are not. Uh, gentlemen, it is time for our news segment, the tiebreaker. Production on that one's a lot cheaper than the other. <laughs> I know. He's had more of a tail on it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. Tiebreaker today. Listen, so I want to explain what it is really quickly is that if you've got something, anything, maybe <laughs> it's a squabble with a, a spouse or a child or a coworker, a spousal squabble. I just whatever like the way it that is sounds. where you've got differing opinions on a certain subject. And listen, you've got four really intelligent guys around the, the computer here right now. So it doesn't matter what the subject, we're going to have an answer for you. Uh, so we would love for you to send them in. They can be anonymous. Um, it's probably more fun for us if they are Cowards. anonymous, actually. <laughs> Easy. Look Cowards. Oh, wow. That's rough. And uh, you can send them in and we will discuss them on air. Um, just as uh, an opportunity, we will be the tiebreaker. We will, Hopefully, and we will be the ones that will... Uh, all decisions are binding. Drive home. Yeah, truthfully, <laughs> yeah. Right. Actually, and we would love a report back about how things went once you um, took up the case again. So here's, here's the one for today. And I will forewarn you guys. Um, I do know the science behind this. Yeah. You, um, yep. And so I'll let you guys give your input first and then we'll go from there. All right. Listener submitted. He said this or she said this. In a non-air conditioned vehicle... Or with it turned off, the heater dial usually shows a blue side and a red side. Red side. Okay. I'm tracking <laughs> so far. Is the cool or the blue side actually heat at a lower setting? I have my hmm. thoughts. I okay. feel like. I'll I tell feel you if like, you're right or wrong. Okay. Because uh, the tricky thing is, uh, for this one, there actually is a right or wrong answer, whereas sometimes, yeah. like, you know, uh, I believe that what it is, is when you're in the winter, it's like funneling, like, engine heat towards the car or, uh, like, a heater. That's not what the you, question is. Anyway. Okay. And when you turn it off, or so we turn it to blue, it's just letting air come in, which is why 
that air in the winter is super cold. Whereas in the summer when it's super hot, you have the air blowing, you know, max blue, uh, but it's still not going to be that cold. Okay. Yeah. That's my thoughts. So, yes. So what's, what's like a clear, concise thing that you're saying? where did you land on this i don't believe it's really either because it's not heat at a low setting it just it's no heat it's just fan okay. that's all you okay. have so you're you're wrong but anyway like that okay He's andrew wrong. Richard. yeah there's this is there's science behind this and actually believe it or not the science that i learned from this started from a sermon that i once heard go ahead <laughs> all right well i the you way that i read the question so because the pastor was full of hot air in a vehicle with non-air conditioning or a vehicle with a turned off. So if you think about a vehicle that doesn't have air conditioning at all and it still has the blue and the red, so I don't think it's an either – like I don't definitely don't think blue means you're blowing cold. Right. Um, I think it probably goes along the lines of Lucas, and I don't want to just like have a boring answer, but I would say that it's more so it's just blowing air from somewhere. Okay, air from somewhere. So I air from somewhere. So I I well, think like the the no. red is like the heater. It's from the engine or the heater block. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Oh, Brad's googled it. I can tell. <laughs> no, I haven't. I have not okay. googled it. Here's Brad, here's what ahead. I think happens. I think that there's air intakes that bring in cold air as you're driving, and the air is cool. But then, if you want that sweet sweet heat, what happens is because uh, there's water in the car, right? You've got or you know antifreeze or uh, some some liquid. Bear with me. I know me. lots about cars. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. So there's water. You got the water going through the rad. Uh, just like what you'd have in an old apartment building with one of those spiral things. You got that sucker happening in your vehicle, and then there's the heat that comes off of that. So when you want the hot air, it gets the water going through this thing, and then there's that radiant heat, and a fan blows that in. And uh, and when you don't want it, you just turn it off. And there's probably some kind of – there's um, you got that happening, and and if you're trying to – you're mixing. You're basically mixing cool air and hot air that are coming in. <laughs> And and so there's like this right. mixing action that's you just let, you let me talk. <laughs> there is there's this rad that's got the hot air going and it's cooking it's cooking you could cook an egg on that and then you got the cool air coming in from this other place. So where that slider yeah. goes, there's a little vent. There's a little like a little vent that opens and the hot air comes in, the cool air comes in. They mix together and you get your temperature. Boom. Okay. So let me repeat the question. How, what's the answer to the question? <laughs> yeah, let me. Let's, I don't know. Let me repeat the question for you, morons. So uh, it says, "Is the no, cool no, or the blue side? No, cool is actu- not cool. I'm actually, sorry. heat at a lower no, setting. No, it's not because you're you're mixing in as per my as per okay. my well documented uh, and researched answer. Concise, very concise, Matt. Very concise. You are mixing, so you're actually the cold is cold air that you're bringing in, and the hot so, is hot air that you're bringing. in. I would in. like to say a concise answer to, my, to for me. I would say no, it's not." Heat at a colder setting. It's Agreed. just air. Okay. Very good. Well, you're all wrong. Here's the science. Here's the science behind it. This is legit science. So I'm going to start with a couple other questions and then I'm going to turn it into a sermon. <laughs> okay. Is there such a thing as darkness? Uh, darkness is the absence, the absence of, light. of light. Very good. Is there such a thing as cold? The uh, Is that the absence, the absence of, heat? of heat? It is the absence of heat. Yeah, but so, how far no, no. can you take so, that? So listen. So the, it's the absence no, it's of not. heat. Do you think? Are you going to argue with me on this? Well, a little bit. Hold on. No. Okay. Go Google it, Brad. I am. It, it's the absence of heat. And so what you're feeling 
as you drop temperature is the removal of heat, a lower temperature, because heat is an energy. There cannot be a void of energy. Okay. Heat is energy. The absence of heat. (laughs) Hold on. I'm on Reddit. Okay. And so what I'm saying to you, all right, is this idea that, uh, that there, that in the, in this idea of is it uh, is it a cold, is it a lower setting of lower heat? The answer is yes. It is actually still heat, but at a lower setting. Why we feel that it's cold is because our bodies typically run anywhere between twenty one to twenty three degrees Celsius. Which at anything where heat drops below that, right, the the absence of heat below that will feel cool to us. So. The answer to this is, is that it is heat, actually, individual who has submitted this question, that it is not giving cold air because it's not an absence of energy. It's just a lower energy than what our body is emitting emitting in body temperature. I feel okay, that's a technicality, though. Are you talking about car or are you just talking about science? Because okay. you don't really know. They're you don't the, really know how the car works. It's the same just, thing. No, it's not. You dummy. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> You've got you okay. So you're saying because well, all of a sudden we're in a car, don't now you can don't, have an absence of energy that it is pumping out cold air. That's what you're saying. There, is, you can't me, remove the science from it, Andrew. The question is: all Is I'm there a saying, heater at work? And I don't think no, there is yeah. a heater at work. The question actually is: Is the cool or blue side actually heat at a lower setting? The answer so if is it was yes. Minus, it is. If it was minus five thousand, it'd be heat at a lower setting. Still, like that would still absolutely apply. it would be. Actually, well, okay. what's at minus two seventy three Kelvin? Isn't that absolute, absolute zero? zero? Oh this yeah, podcast well. used to be fun. Yeah. yeah, well, and if we continue like this, our listener count's going to go to absolute zero. Anyway, all that to say is that uh, it is an absence, which means yes, it is heat, just at a lower temperature. <sighs> now, Mark is bonus. also backing you up, by the way. What's that? So, you know, Mark is also backing you up, Barbara. Oh, yeah. Mark's How? I'm not seeing He's it. He's very smart. Is He's it one in, of the smartest people I know. Is he doing it in chat? Because I do not see it. Yeah. Did oh, you no, start a watch private. party? Private. Did you? <laughs> I just wanted to try it out. Everyone's doing it. Oh. All right. So all I'm saying is I understand <laughs> the question is whether or not the heater is on or off in the car. Well, you didn't listen. The question <laughs> is this. The question is, is the cool or blue side of the heater actually heat at a lower setting? Yeah, as yes. in the heater. Yeah. Is, the, is the heater on? Andrew, good Lord. It does not matter if it's a heater or if it's the sun or if it's your fire you've got lit. It's the amount of energy that it's giving up. Oh, that's not what Andrew, do you have a fire lit? Thinking. Anyway, you're just doing this to irritate me. Brad, <laughs> uh, guess what, Brad? Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker bonus. Oh, do you, you want another one? Do you want it? I have. Yeah, let, let's let it roll. Okay. Uh, here's another listener submitted tiebreaker. Uh, if all of the garbage, my soul, stop texting in our chat, fellas. If (laughs) stop arguing about the previous question together, if all of the garbage, seriously, I'm trying to read if all of the garbage that is sorted goes to the same place in the end and I can sneak it all out in the waste bin, should I still sort? My wife says yes, while I just kind of shrug and smile. So I have two questions. One, who is right? Two, how do I continue to not sort and hide that fact? So basically, because it's going to a sorting center, he's like, why would I bother sorting it when there's professionals that do it at the sorting center? Well, hold on. Now, ladies can... Or she. Not, right, ladies cannot want to sort too. 
<laughs> okay. But it's more probable that it's a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it does say my wife. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if all the garbage that is sorted goes to the same place in the end and I can sneak it all out in the waste bin, should I still sort? My wife says yes. Well, I just kind of shrug and smile. So I have two questions. Who's right? How do I continue to not sort and hide that fact? I'm of the I now I'm 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 of the opinion which will not be popular. Uh-oh. <laughs> that if something is super important to you, then you should be the one that does it. So to me, the wife should have to do the sorting if the wife wants it to be sorted. Now, mm, that is okay, probably no, not I, I I agreed with you, but then I you took a turn. I don't Keep you going. Wait, backtracking. <laughs> I lost. What what part did he lose you at? Well, I thought yeah. he was taking a moral stand on something, which I was agreeing with. But then he very much made it a "Don't make me do it if you want to do it." That's what he turned it into. If it's super important to you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, we got. Uh-huh. Listen, we got Stephen Arsenault saying, "If you sort it, are are you not taking a job away from someone that needs it?" Wow, Steve. <laughs> Okay. okay. Now, do they actually legit open up a, a garbage bag and sort it? Yeah. They do. At the waste treatment place, they do. Yeah. In yeah. Fairton, we don't sort our garbage, which is weird because it's like hipster, like, you know, hippie culture, big time. So you don't, don't even have garbage. a wet garbage? We have one big bag and we throw it all and in there. And they'll sort that. Good grief. Uh, no, ours just goes to a landfill, but it's full of yeah. eagles. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. Garbage um, eagles. I got a great picture of a garbage eagle. <laughs> I'm find it for you before we go any further. Of course you do. Um, Why wouldn't you have a picture of a garbage eagle? <laughs> because I one time last summer, I was like, girls, we're going on a road trip. And I took them to the dump <laughs> to the and they dump. couldn't stop looking at the uh, garbage the, eagles. They were blown away by the garbage eagles. Uh, um, so th- here's so this so th- this is coming from me who I grew up where everything went in one bag and then dad hauled it out and burned it in a barrel out back. That's <laughs> yep. how we disposed of our garbage. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of a thing, but I'm very much of this, and I I talk to Aaron about this all the time. Is I'm genuinely, and I'm not like I'm not some hippy dippy kind of thing, but I'm genuinely concerned about the track we're on environmentally. Uh, I do think we're. I don't know. I'm not a big climate guy. Blah blah blah. I'm saying all this so Jeff we, won't. We've harass heard me. we've heard your pitch on the flatter. <laughs> so Jeff won't harass me. But but the idea of it is, I do think we do need to be doing something now. Because right. I've got kids and I, I think about that stuff. So I don't know if it's making a huge impact in what I'm doing, but I want to be setting the example of doing what you can um, with for my kids. <laughs> Though you may not feel like it's a, a, a major impact or a big deal, but if they can see this idea of doing what we can, then I feel like I've accomplished something. Right. Jeff. <laughs> Okay. That's what I was, what I was uh, laughing yeah. about. Um, now, I, I, I do wonder what the actual difference is, because if I felt like it was going to make a huge difference, I'd be more likely to do it. Or is it like CPR, where it helps like 1% of people, most of the time it's just keeping you busy till the paramedics get there? So um, taught you that in your CPR course. <laughs> hold on. Let's, I've, we, hold on, hold on. Yeah. As much as I want to continue to riff on this one, we do need to, we have other things to do tonight and 20 minutes to do it. <laughs> so, um, gentlemen, let's, let's break this tie there. Yeah, there it is. Fantastic. The garbage There's eagle. the garbage eagle. I would say if it makes <laughs> no, majestic. If, if the garbage goes and it gets sorted either way, who cares? Who cares? So if there's no negative impact. So who is right? Okay. They want to know um, who's right. They want to know who's right. I'm, would, I say you need to sort your garbage. Okay. I think it's the right thing to do. I just don't want to do it. 
Okay. And then I think if Oh, sorry. I think of what he's saying, if he's saying that it gets sorted anyways and it doesn't matter, I think it doesn't need to be sorted. But I find it unlikely that they would sort it as well as if it was sorted by you. So Mark Corkum thinks he's funny. Yes, I see that. Um, yeah, he says, if you dump enough garbage in a pile on the earth, will it make the earth round? No, actually, Mark, it'll make it a semicircle because you can't put garbage under the earth, Mark. So it will oh, heavens. On okay. the top. Second, second part of their question is... Uh, nice try, Mark. They, they figured, it sounds like they figured you would side on the, the side of the wife. So now they want to know how can they how, how can they continue to live the lifestyle they are accustomed to. Oh, or, it's going to be tricky. Um, well, it helps, in, it helps in Fairton because we have black garbage bags. So once it goes in there, it's officially garbage. Um, but um, Just recycle yeah. enough to make it look like you're into it. But then mm-hmm. when you don't feel like putting it in the recycling, just throw it out. But you just have to have a good balance. Okay. But at, at some point, you're going through the facade so much, you might as well just do the recycling. <laughs> you're faking uh, it so much. You're actually you're actually putting cans where cans go, and you're, you're, you're putting paper in the paper good. bin. Oh shoot! I helped today. It's just not in it. You're just doing it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, uh, Andrew, why don't you bring us in with that smorp and let's get some conversation going that might actually be helpful to people. <laughs> All right. Oh, so each week been. we take a look at a passage of scripture and we do something called a smorp. So smorp stands for. Scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And so what we do, we're going to read through the scripture once or twice, and then we are going to discuss each aspect of the shmorp, and uh, you guys can give your opinions as well. And uh, yeah, so this week we are looking at James chapter 2, verses 1 to 13. Here we go. Uh, My brothers... Show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet. Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers, has God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Are not the rich the ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the law, the whole law, but fails in one point, has become guilty of all of it. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and act as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. That was long. Good job, Andrew. Yep. All right. So you guys good with that? We need to read again. No, it was good. I'm good with that too, one. Gary, Gary Calper's coming in too <laughs> long Calper. to smorph. No, he Thanks, said smorph. 
Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor Gary. Too long Thanks, to Gary. s'more. That is too long of a scripture. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary only reads from the condensed uh, scripture. Uh, message. <laughs> All right. So S stands for scripture. What words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does the scripture tell me about the nature and work of God? Write them down. Is there a scripture I could begin to memorize? Who wants to go first? Uh, I think the, oh, the part ahead. of it that gets me is this idea, and it's um, mostly coming from verse three on, uh, two on down to maybe five, uh, five or six. It's this idea of having a self awareness about ourselves to be able to recognize our own biases. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So maybe we're not always talking about rich and poor, but in every other aspect of what makes our neighborhood, what makes our sure. our community, what makes our culture, um, that we have these biases to us. And some people are willing to admit that there's biases there and to work on them. And then there's other individuals who take them to extremes and build ideologies around it. Um, and the thing of it that's crazy for me is that we've, whether you've taken someone who's built this, this uh, very... Um, maybe inappropriate ideology around a certain bias, whether it be around race or, or gender or whatever it looks like, it, that's as bad when we're talking about this, when it's talking about, but are you loving your neighbor um, as those who maybe just have a, an inclination of a bias in them. Does that make sense what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it really puts it in check for me to say, okay, maybe I think I'm better than that individual over there, but is that what my goal is? Is that the So standard? you don't have to like say this out loud or anything, but can you think of a bias that you have? Oh, absolutely. And if anybody, and I'll challenge this, anybody listening that says they don't have a bias is very unself-aware of themselves. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, sure. And that's that's terrifying in the way that when you read down to this scripture, when it says... Well, when it says uh, the adulterer and the murderer, you're no different. Let me, you know what I mean? let me let me give you maybe a safe example, and it's still an example of a bias or a favoritism or partiality. Uh, if if you've ever moved or lived in PEI and <laughs> and you register for anything or go anywhere, and they go, "Oh, so you're good. from away," oh, and you will always be from away, and, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter how long you've been here or anything, and and people laugh about it and all that. I'm sorry, but it's favoritism. It's it's partiality, and they're yeah. right. Like it, it just is, and it's not right. Yeah, and and I know some people are doing it in jest and just to be funny and get a laugh. Yeah, but from the people I've talked to that are from away, it's it's not it's it's not fun. No, it's no because it's it is it's a form of segregate. It's not segregating because they're not keeping away, but it's a way of making you different than. Oh, absolutely. What their what their ideal is, what their yeah, that kind of a thing, and that is a I mean, simple. You guys, explanation. you guys are both from uh, you know mixed mixed island families, so I mean that must be difficult. From you mixed, know, you both married off off worlders, and uh, have you know <laughs> mixed children. About, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Lucas, just take a break for this. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> but the idea of it is this: is that is that I've got to keep myself in check. For what I might even think is a minor or tiny bias or preference or whatever it looks like, because at the end of the day, God is not looking 
at the adulterer any different than he's looking at the murderer in the same way he's not looking at the neo-Nazi any different than he's looking at me who prefers to only hang out with people from PEI, you know, or whatever it looks like. Like it's, right. there's those biases, which at the end of the day, I, I do say, oh man, that's what a standard, but that's my goal. That should be my goal. That should be what I'm heading towards because again, if it says love your neighbor like yourself. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, the other part of this question that we've never really hit on is what does it say with the nature of God? And I think you kind of talked about it is that God doesn't show partiality and favoritism and he calls us to to be like him, right? Mm-hmm. And so so we should even, like you say, we need to be aware of the little things and the big things. Um, it's interesting to see what this looks like in church. Yeah, like Gary said, right? Oh, absolutely. So what Gary's saying here is his, First section of this, he says it happens in church and everywhere, and there are those biases there. Yeah. And so, I mean, I could, I, I've been a part of some fantastic churches uh, over the years as we've moved around and done different ministries and stuff. And uh, and they do, they all have biases. Some of them are unaware of it, um, and unfortunately, I think some are aware of it. But mm. um, again, it's about recognizing these things, and I think that I think there's even times where it can only be recognized. If you allow for yourself to be broken in order for the Holy Spirit to be able to reveal that in you. Does that make sense? Yep. I think it's when it talks about, you know, like the rich man and the fine clothing and all that. Sometimes it gets like there's there seems to be kind of an obsession with like celebrity culture and like, oh, man, did you hear like Justin Bieber's a Christian or Kanye West and all this stuff? And I was like, well, yeah, like a new person becoming a Christian is awesome. But like. I, like we don't talk about this when the guy down the street becomes a Christian and, and, and I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with it the way, the way it becomes this big, big thing. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's like on the one hand, it's awesome. Someone's like, you know, starting a new faith or rekindling an old faith or whatever. But I, the fact that there's a popular and a celebrity doesn't make it extra special to me. Um, and, mm-hmm. but for some people it seems to be like this big, big deal. Like, Oh, we got it. We got a big name. Like how, how great is that? So, yeah, <laughs> there's just there's just as much rejoicing in heaven over Kanye West salvation as, yeah. like you say, the guy that gives his life to the Lord in the small country church. And there's only him and the pastor, maybe 10 others. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Andrew. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Matt already kind of touched on this, but for me, it was verse 10 that really stuck out forever. Whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it uh, and uh, kind of levels the playing field. That, yeah. Like for me, it kind of just really struck me and I felt a lot of guilt because I kind of had this idea of, well, I, I don't do any of the real bad ones, you know, and, uh, <laughs> right. I'm and, the top 10%. And it makes no difference. It makes no difference. And yeah. I, you know, I think differently on, of people, you know, that bias because of maybe their sins compared to mine. And it does not matter. Um, and that really struck me. Hmm. Uh, Anything else with scripture? Not for me. So message, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or praise? Do you have a question for God? For me, I just kept, as we're reading this, hearing, um, stay humble. Just stay humble. If you can be humble before the Lord and 
allow him, like Matt, like you said, to allow the Holy Spirit to examine you. You know, David prayed, uh, search me, O Lord, and see if there's any wicked way in me. Um, like that's a, a dangerous prayer if you mean it, because he will, and the Lord will reveal mm-hmm. things if you're willing to go down that path. Uh, and so I think for me, at least, what the Lord is saying to me, because I think I was thinking as we were reading this, like favoritism is, I think that's there's a, a lot of, it's rooted in pride and different things, but I was just kind of hearing this idea of staying humble and, and, you know, let the Lord work on you daily. At least for me, that's what it, that's. Well, I'll add to that. I wonder, here's just a question. I don't have an answer for it. I don't think. (laughs) Is, is it, okay. You use David as an example, right? Yep. Is it harder? No, I believe it's harder today in order to find, in order to truly, fully, completely mean for when you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal in me anything. And I think the biggest part of it today is comfort. The problem, the biggest problem with it today is comfort. Yes or no? Would you, would you equate that to um, the Western Hemisphere? Mostly, yes. Oh, and, and almost exclusively, yeah. So, yeah. so in our in our, oh, I mean, this is a longer conversation than we have for the next seven minutes. But we've definitely become apathetic and and comfortable, and and um, we can we can. My goodness, Matt, we can administrate the church, and we can we can run the business, and we can do all this stuff, and we can read all the self help books and all this different stuff. With aside from God. Is it harder? I I would say that it's harder for us because it takes a lot for us to go. You know what? I don't have it all under control, and we're we're so taught to be self reliant, to do it on our own, to be able mm-hmm. to deal with whatever. The reality is, is that we're broken, and and we need to allow the Lord to do a work. I'm 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 swimming around three or four different ideas in my head, but I need to land on one here. Uh, is it harder? I th- I think we've made it harder. Um, because we've become so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I even, even to the point where I think that if, if we did take that step in saying, God revealing me this, that I think, and this could be, I don't know, maybe it's just me, that when he does, we would very quickly recoil and be like, oh, good. Okay. That was good enough. Thanks. Uh, no more, please. You know what I mean? Because yes. of the discomfort. Well, we, and we live in. You mean, do you mean just because we're like not as you? We're, we live such cushy, comfortable lives. We're not used to hard truths and being uncomfortable. We're is not that, used to hard anything. Partially, like, but we're not. We have no idea what it means to experience ridicule, even ridicule for our faith. Right. Let alone, uh, let alone what's the word? I'm persecution. Missing? Persecution. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. don't even know the name of it. Well, I just it, know it's bad. But you, but you make a good point. Like if. Uh, I recently had to do some research into what made the church grow so much in Latin American countries and, and different stuff like this. Um, thank you, Gary. And and one of the biggest things that you saw where the church grew, and if you want to call it was true to its core, was in places of extreme persecution, where it was a life or death decision and people that believed really believed. And there was an mm. amazing transformation. And and then, so then you contrast that with where's the church in decline today? Well, it's where we have all the money. It's where we have all the rock stars. It's where we have all the whatever, the comfort. glitz and the glam and the comfort. And, and we're in decline. Why? Mm-hmm. Because we've become just like the world. 
And uh, and now we have churches that are rivaling. It used to be that we would say uh, we can't compete with the world with with the shows and the glitz and the glam. And and then some churches have been like, oh yes, we can. And right. and now they're almost indistinguishable. So do we want to talk about uh, mega churches and their pretty pastors? Well, well, actually, I, I had a I had a point here when they talked about the man with the golden ring. I put you know, that can be the pastor sometimes. Like he's so special and he's so great. We're going to not hold him accountable. And we're going to like, let us get carried away because he's such a great communicator and presenter that we're letting stuff slide that shouldn't, because a lot of these guys that are falling, it's not like, Oh, it was one slip up. It's, Oh no, it's been 20, a 20 year pattern and no one stood up to this person. Oh yeah. And my head has been spinning around that stuff for quite a while. Like over the last Mm -hmm. couple of years where there was one guy who really, Took a big uh, drop there. Um, and since then, it's just been like flies, one after the other. Yeah. And and my head keeps spinning around this idea is what is it that causes this? Like what is the – and I know we're off base from what we're talking about as far as biases and stuff like that. But what is it that's propelling them in that direction? And, and so consistently, uh, these mostly men who are so – have so much in common. You know what I mean? Anyway, it, it, um, and so anyway, there's a lot to it. That's a whole other episode. And th- and we should we should. There's a lot of stuff that we should talk about, and we get onto these things. We talked about something at the live show that we're like, yeah, we'll come, we'll swing back around to that, uh, and we need to, and we need to swing around to this one too, Matt. Uh, I will say though, in terms, I think we can we can tie this together because you're right. You we can see all of that happening and these moral decays and and these superstars just dropping. It is. It's, it's not just because they're superstars. Like, it could happen to any of us. There's moral failings. and So what is it today? If, if we're talking about partiality and we're reading the scripture, what is an act of obedience for us today that, that, we can, that we can take a step in the right direction towards God that would keep us from going down that path? Because the path that these guys went down was, was it might have started off as a little bit of disobedience here, a little something, and it, it just grew and it grew. So what's an act of obedience that we can take today in terms of partiality to make sure that, that we don't wind up becoming someone? I, I, I would say that someone didn't wake up one day and go, I'm going to create a whole ideology on, a, on someone that I don't like. And mm-hmm. right, it, it started little by oh, little. Yeah, it's, in, it's so much of it's ingrained. Right. Uh, and, and, and there's a lot of things to it. But I would say as far as the obedience part for me, it would be this. It would be, don't look at the the, the all powerful uh, church leaders who have fallen, and think, oh well, Matthew, you're not as bad as that. Like you haven't done this, 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 and this, and you haven't disgraced this, 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 and this, and mm-hmm. embarrassed this, this. Don't for me. Don't look at that and be like, eh, I'm not so bad. You know, hey, everything. You know, oh well, hey, at least I'm not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that right. guy. Yeah, so I got to make sure that I'm keeping in check myself and only myself. And, and keep reminding yourself, like, it could happen like that if you let your guard down and if you're, you know, not spending time in the word. And if you're not, the second you think that it'll never happen, that's when you're going to be most susceptible oh, to it. and kind of 100%. 100%. But why? That's my question I'm stuck on. Is it be- why? Is it because, Matt, and maybe we need a segue, but is it because what you just said about you're keep if you're keeping your eyes on those people maybe it's and it's going to sound cliche but we really do need to keep our eyes on Jesus as the standard for which we should be living oh totally agree totally agree and, and by no means don't get me wrong uh, i've read some of the, like look thinking of some of the ones we were used as examples without naming names uh some of their books have been fantastic and it doesn't yeah. 
And some of their teachings and some of their sermons have been phenomenal. And their actions in what they've done do not take away from the words that were spoken and the impact that it's had on lives. Not Otherwise, most of the Bible wouldn't count. Okay. Uh, so Everything anyway. David wrote. Okay, yeah, good. I'll go with that. Uh, but the idea <laughs> of it is this, is that is that I've never idolized, thankfully, to the point now, like celebrity, it, like celebrity just sickens me, the whole idea of it um, and, and what it is. So I thankfully I've never been in a spot of idolizing. Mm. Yeah, idolizing. Well, I'm sure we're all guilty of it at times or at one point in our life, but other people. Um, but the idea of it being is, is don't give myself uh, a way out or, or a, a easy path because mm-hmm. it's not as bad or it's not like, or it's not right. as harsh. Right. Yeah. Again, so it comes back to stop comparing us to the others out yep. there and compare us to Christ. There you go. And if someone says I, that uh, they've I, measured I up a hundred percent, then we got, maybe he's returned. I think I've, <laughs> I think I've used this, ex, this ex, example before and I'm sorry if it was recently, but uh, the whole thing with, with president Truman and he gets, he first gets elected and one of his best friends, who's like a judge comes to him and says, listen, you just got elected. You're the president, most powerful man in the room in every room you walk into you're going to be surrounded by people who tell you how smart you are and how wise you are and how great you are. But we both know you ain't. And he <laughs> says, and you got to keep remembering that. And I love that idea of like, just remembering that, like, don't buy into your own hype. And I think that could be what is some of what gets to those, you know, fallen pastors and stuff. So they start buying into their own hype. And when, I mean, it, it, it would be so corrupting to have thousands of people constantly thinking you're the smartest guy and wisest guy and you have the whole faith aspect all the time putting that on you and i can if you start buying into it it could go south pretty quick um the last two we've kind of we've talked a little bit on them all but the last two points in the smorp and these are ones that you can do at home uh right now is we talk about repentance if the lord has revealed something to you in the conversation that we've been talking about especially in terms of favoritism or partiality uh repent Write it out. Write out a confession to the Lord. Bring it before him. Um, don't let it fester in the darkness. Bring it to the light and let the Lord deal with it. Uh, and then spend some time in prayer thanking him. Uh, gentlemen, it's uh, two minutes after 10. So uh, we'll give a quick... Andrew had to step out and he sent me a message to let me know. But we're going to just give a quick reminder that next week, y'all, is... Um, next week is... Pounds or Peppers weigh in? No, it's not. Isn't next, next week, week after I get back? No, oh, my apologies. I'm sorry. March third. March third is the Pounds and Peppers weigh in. Uh, yeah. And don't forget, Andrew can now fit through a spaghetti maker, and that hey. is the bar to beat. We got that to keep yeah. up with. Oh, and by the way, when Gary Cowper said he had to go watch Netflix, I bet you he was really he's got to go watch This Is Us. Yeah. <laughs> but I know Gary. It sucks that you remind everybody that they should go watch that. <laughs> All right, Lucas. My other show. All right. So you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, If you're using social media, throw up the hashtag OH Club. Uh, Don't forget, you can always email us questions, comments, queries, or concerns or tiebreakers uh, to OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. If you leave us a five-star rating, we'll read it on the air. Matt, do you want to take it? 
Oh, please. And not only that, but you can send your questions to us at www.oxfordholyclub.com. Browse our merch. Highly recommend the sheer shirt. (laughs) Uh, And browse our merch as it becomes available, which is now and much, much more. Not only that, but we don't pay to advertise. So any growth we have comes from you sharing us with others. So go on and share. Thank you very much. Don't forget to check out that merch. It will help us continue to keep the lights on. But until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. Fun, 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 fun.